Have you ever thought about all the ways you could die? We have. Grab a drink that's good enough to die for. And let's get gruesome. Welcome to Drinks with Death. Okay, so now we have some published episodes. They're live. It's a little scary to have our um, voice out there and have our episodes out there for everyone to listen to, but it's it's fun. And I realize that I'm going to develop a very serious complex about many, 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 many things in life <laughs> because I do. I think about Q-tips. Every time I want to clean my ear out, I'm like, no, you can't put the Q-tip in your ear. <laughs> Just going to yeah. have to use something else. <laughs> this was born of some sort of, you know, us being neurotic, and it's definitely not going to help uh, that go away in any way. <laughs> well, and I have to say, so about the balloon episode, my sister first, she corrected me. It was not the Grand Canyon she went over. It was Sedona. Oh, okay. There you go, Camille. Are you happy now? Um, and she did say, first she said she has a fear of heights, but she said she loved it. It was amazing. And she did say, I talked about the wind and how it just carries you, and there's no wind, and it's very serene. And she said that's absolutely true. She yeah, said it was just that's so that's calm. what intrigues me about it. That about the hot air balloon. Um, still no, don't know if I'll ever get the chance to do that, but that's definitely that that yeah. idea of that won me over. So mm-hmm. yeah, I am intrigued. But if you haven't listened to the death by balloon, go listen to that one. Cause definitely, that was, it's a good one. Yeah, you know, more fears we can instill in your life. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Do you want to get loosey goosey? Yeah. Let's tell us what we're drinking. Okay. Well, tonight, uh, I'm going to get you all in a lot of shape because you are <laughs> always going to want to take the stairs from now on because tonight we're doing Death by Escalator. Ooh. Nice. Um, and I actually thought it was going to be really hard to find a cocktail. I just thought, okay, I'm going to have to do some, I'm going to have to get really creative. So I start Googling it and immediately Escalator Martini. It is amazing how many uh, drinks there are named after the most random things you can, mm-hmm. that we've come up with so far. So <laughs> People like to drink. Absolutely. Um, so this one was created in 2002 by a bartender named Kevin Connolly. And it comes from a Cockney rhyming slang for apples and pears equals stairs and i'm not even going to pretend to do a cockney accent i thought should i practice and do it i'm not going to do it i'm just going to embarrass myself so (laughs) oh come on i was looking forward to that sorry maybe after my martini okay yeah let's maybe closer (laughs) to the end of the episode (laughs) exactly um so it originally called for hungarian pear schnapps but it is usually made with poire william eau de vie um, which is really interesting because it's a it's a brandy, it's a pear brandy, mm. uh, which is I believe eau de vie, eau de vie. I'm probably butchering that. Is uh, French for water, water for life. Okay, I believe. <clears throat> and Sounds right. Sounds right. So it's these you, when you if you ever see a bottle, it has a pear in it, like a whole pear inside the <gasps> oh, bottle. Cool. And so they put the bottle on the trees as. Um, before the the pears grow, what? and so the pear literally grows, grows into inside the bottle. The bottle? What? Yes. That's so I crazy. Just thought that was a really fun little fact. That is so um, fun. Yeah, so it's made with an ounce of this pear brandy, a half an ounce of bison grass vodka, 
two ounces of apple juice and um, one sixth ounce of sugar syrup, which equals a teaspoon. So let's just say a teaspoon of sugar syrup. And you just shake it all together um, over ice and strain. And are you ready to? Into a martini glass, right? Into yeah. a martini glass. Yes, correct. That's you ready what to drink? I have in front of me. Yay. Yes. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Mm. Actually, this is really nice. It's really good. Nice. It like, really is. Fresh, light, crisp flavor. It would make a really good fall martini. It would. Just with the apple and the orchard fruit. And pear, something yeah. Something that would be good when the air become, turns crisp. Definitely. <laughs> That's good. It's really good. I like this one. It is. It sure. is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So as I dive into Death by Escalator, do you remember the movie Mallrats? Oh my gosh, Lovin. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a whole genre of movies there that get really mixed up in my head. Yeah. Uh, so from that time period. So. Yeah. So, you know, Jason Lee, um, one of the London brothers, um, <clears throat> anyway, it was just that whole Kevin Smith genre. Mm-hmm. And, I just remember Jason's Lee, Jason Lee's character throughout the movie, he kept commenting. He'd be like, that kid is back on the escalator. And he had this whole <laughs> diatribe about how dangerous escalators were. So every time I'm at the mall and there's an escalator, I always want to yell, that kid is back on the escalator. <laughs> so if you haven't seen Mall Rats, it is definitely an oldie, but goodie. Yeah, um, old. And you at least should just Google that scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so. funny. <laughs> um. Anyway, you ready to yeah. uh, get gruesome? Let's get gruesome. Okay. So, uh, the escalator was invented in the late 1800s. Uh, Charles Seeberger ended up with the, the the latest patent around 1900, and he came up with the word escalator. Uh, because it is a combination of elevator and scala, the Latin word for steps. So I'm not going to get too far into the history of it because okay, it's kind of right. boring. Mm-hmm. As history um, but, usually is. <laughs> right, yes. But you do need to know some basic information. Um, there are several different styles of escalators. The parallel, where one is going up and one is going down. Okay. The multiple parallel, well, you'll have several going in the same direction and then, you know, on each side. And then you have the crisscross or the stacked. So you'll see this in, in you know, multi-level uh, department stores, malls, uh, train stations. Not really important, but there was an example of a parallel escalator. Not a parallel escalator, excuse me. No, it was a parallel escalator. So it went to a second story, but it was of a Target in California. And I want to know where there are two-story... Target? Two-story yes, Target? I want to know where this two-story Target is, and I want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I feel a little bit cheated right now. That <laughs> got me kind of excited. So, the escalator is made up of a set of interlocking steps powered by an electric motor. A pair of chains looped around two pairs of gears rotate to move the steps along, while a larger metal structure called a truss encases the entire mechanism to connect the floors. The steps then move about like a conveyor belt, entering into a special guide system at the top and bottom of the truss to create a level platform for passengers to board or exit. So that is just kind of the basics of the escalator. Okay. Um, 
And the Consumer Product Safety Commission show that over 17,000 people every year are injured on escalators and about 30 people die. But is it by their shoelaces getting caught? Because I feel like that's the only thing I really am ever worried about. <laughs> I guess I was told that as a like a kid that uh-huh. you should always make sure, look down and make sure your shoes are tied before you get on an escalator because you're – I mean, it, but you couldn't possibly die by that. Like, I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Tell me, tell me how people are dying. It definitely could <laughs> add to the injury. And what's funny is when I was doing my research, so many websites from – lawyers and law offices oh, yes. were popping up. So apparently there are a lot of lawsuits going around with escalators because there's a lot of information about escalators, injuries, and death um, on all of these uh, law websites, law office. Right. And uh, I get, websites. I'm sure because these, because so many escalators are in public places, you know, so. Right. Yeah. Yes. And we will, we will get there. What I thought was funny was reading these websites from from the lawyers, and they were saying what not to do. And one of the things was you should never get on an escalator with a stroller or a cane or a wheelchair. And how many times when your kids were little did you use the escalator with your stroller? (laughs) I definitely – I mean, you have to turn around backwards, right, and put like the – I always turned – like made the stroller go up backwards, like lean it up. So like the front wheel up. I I also definitely knew that you weren't supposed to take your (laughs) stroller up the escalator. Like it was, it was very, very much a known fact in my mind that that was a stupid thing to do. Yes. And that's what I remember. A lazy, stupid thing to do, (laughs) but I did it anyways. So that's me. I remember that too. I remember always like going down the escalator and just putting the, the back wheel on that platform to start going down and then you step down and just think, okay, my, my kid's strapped in, right? They're not just going <laughs> to fall out and go tumbling down. But I, I uh, anyway, things we did as mothers that weren't maybe the wisest choices. No, where was mom? Luckily, I don't have a story about a child falling out of a stroller. It's just something I read as don't ever do this. And I thought I did this all the time. <laughs> there there have to be some stories that bred into the don't put your stroller on an escalator. But I'm glad I am actually glad that you are not going to tell us about those stories. I, I'm sure there's one down there. But there were, you know, there are so many stories here. I just I picked several. I can't believe there are so many stories about death by escalator. There, there are a lot, there's a lot more injury. And so we are going to get to some injury stories. Uh, and I have a video, which I know is not exciting for podcasts, but I promise I will put it up on, on our Instagram. social media yeah. and on Instagram uh, to show you because it is a little nutty. So the, the, the oldest incident that I found in my search was a woman in New York. She worked at New York telephone company. And while on her way to work in 1987, she was riding the escalator. And this escalator in question had apparently received numerous complaints in the weeks leading up to her death. Oh no. Um, And in in a few years before 13 people were injured in an accident involving this unit. But apparently as she rode up the escalator, the step she was standing on collapsed under her feet, sucking her into the (gasps) mechanism below. Oh my gosh. That's, that is like, 
horrifying. Tragic. Very, very scary. So I know that escalators have come a long way with uh, safety and maintenance and control checks. And Did you say that it sucked checks. her into the mechanism? Yes. And that Hello? is what happens to some of these. Oh, my gosh. The horribly gruesome deaths is that they're that, sucked into it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. So there are several that happened in China. And in fact, in 2015, around 2015 and 2016, there was a just a really a string of incidents, just really just bad luck of escalator deaths. Um, they sort of have a plague of escalator related deaths that year. So in January of 2016, uh, at Kunming, Yuman province in South Korea, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, is a shopping mall. A three-year-old fell from oh. the rail of a fourth-floor escalator while playing unsupervised. Oh, my gosh. Her grandmother owned a booth in the shopping center, and she was present at the time, but she had not been watching her when she fell. So that was just unfortunately oh a, a product of her just unsupervision, and, and she just fell. <clears throat> in this one is horrific. In June of 2015, a mother was riding an escalator with her young son, and she noticed that the top pl- the the plate at the top of the escalator was missing, and this was in a department store. So she managed to push Aww. her son to safety. But as she did, unfortunately, she fell through the hole underneath the escalator and it crushed her to death. Oh, my God. So imagine that plate, you know, when you, you're, you're, you're it's the ascending. Step. Is that what you're talking about? It, is it actually the steps? The plate? Right. Is the, yes. Okay, okay. It's ascending and then it goes flat. And then you have that little step that you step onto. And that's the one where the, the sort of the teeth, you know, and that's the, probably what you're thinking of where you worry about your, your shoelaces getting yeah, caught in definitely, it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So that plate was missing. And so, so she was able to shove her son across that pl- opening, but then she mm-hmm. fell into it. She did. And it, yes, and it crushed her to death. And so investigators did <sighs> determine that the department store was at fault for the accident because they provided no warning at the bottom of the escalator that the unit was broken. They also oh uh, pointed to the fact that the escalator should have been shut down and roped off as soon as that missing panel was well, discovered. Well, of course. Yes, so that is that is. You know, this is very interesting to me. The escalators, because, and I, I'm going to sound dumb, but <laughs> I just didn't really ever think about how an escalator worked. It's just something mm-hmm. that you just use all the time and never actually contemplate. Oh, how does this enormous piece of machinery operate? Um, and I always thought the scariest part of the escalator was definitely the teeth, and then also the. Yeah, the teeth at the end and the beginning, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and something getting some piece of your clothing getting caught in there. Um, but I never ever thought about the machinery underneath all of the steps. You know, well, I think your instinct was right to be <laughs> worried about that because you don't know what's under there, and clearly it's it's rotating, and so you 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 know you probably had this inclination that there was something very dangerous that if it got sucked up that you don't know where it's going and it's just gears and it's, it's just grinding, gears so. yeah but, oh my gosh this mm-hmm. is wow yeah yeah um in october of 2015 uh, another little boy in china was caught between the escalator steps and the handrail um 
at a uh, Hongi Higu metro station, dragging him into the mechanism. The unit was reportedly working properly at the time of the accident, so the metro station was not at fault. However, the boy was apparently left unsupervised by his mother, which led to his being unaccompanied on the escalator at the time of his death. Wow. So that is unfortunately second, another one of those. The second unaccompanied mm-hmm. minor. Yeah. So make sure you're watching your kids around the escalator, people. And I would like to point out that I came up with this idea because we were at the mall. I was at the mall with uh, my two girls and my 11-year-old. We were, we got on the escalator and we were going down. And she made a comment. She's she's my she's my morbid child. And she made some comment about <laughs> everybody has one of those. <laughs> yeah. She made a comment about what if I got I don't remember what even what she said. Something about what if I got sucked into it or if I fell. I, anyway, she said something about it. And I was like, ooh, death by escalator. Oh, that's a good one. So oh, my gosh. I kind of triggered it. And when we were – so that we went down the escalator. But when we went to go back up, the up one wasn't working. So we just walked up like they were stairs. Yeah. And it was a really – trippy experience because you could see yes. on the left yes. going down and you were walking and it was it made us all very dizzy but after reading this i will never do that again and you'll hear why so you'll never go <laughs> up an escalator that's i'll never use escalators that are not on stairs as stairs right okay gotcha if it's I've, not working th- those uh, those escalators were that escalator that goes up in that mall has been mm-hmm. broken for a long time and i have Climbed it so many times um, with all the kids too, with like my little kids. But okay, now I'm really worried about what you're going to tell us. But well, I mean, there. It's, there really isn't necessarily a story about it not working. It just anyway. I don't know if I'll take an escalator from now I, on. That's what that's actually what I'm thinking is that I don't think I'll be taking the escalator at all. Okay. I will take the stairs or an elevator until one of us does death by elevator, and then I won't take an elevator. <laughs> Pretty and soon then... there are going to be no safe modes of transportation, whether you're traveling up or down inside of a no. building or... <laughs> no. We'll have to go out the, the bottom level all the way around to the other side of the mall, so we're just up. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. So... In 2016, a man from Charlotte, North Carolina, died inside the Harris Casino in New Orleans. He was attempting to slide down the handrail of an escalator. Uh, The man was in town for a conference, and no word on whether he was intoxicated at the time he attempted to slide down the rail. I (laughs) feel strongly that there was probably alcohol involved. Alcohol involved, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to say casino, New Orleans, chances are very high. Seems, seems rather obvious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And this one is kind of interesting. So this was in December of 2015, a 54 year old man in Russia fell to his death after losing his balance on a shopping mall escalator just after boarding the unit. He plummeted 40 feet to the floor below and happened to land right on top of another man, believed to be in his 70s. Strangely, the man who fell lost his life, but the 74-year-old man he landed on walked away unharmed. Whoa. So, I I, I mean, I don't know how that works. One lucky 70-year-old. 
Right? It really is. Yeah. It really is. And how Unharmed, that, too. Like, unharmed. And how yeah. he... You would think that <clears throat> he... You would think since he landed on him, maybe it would break the fall a little bit, but maybe you just... Bell just right. I don't know. It's uh, it was just a bizarre, bizarre turn of events there in that story. So going back to China, this one uh, okay. dates back a few years. I'm not going in any chronological order, if you can tell already. But uh, <laughs> this was in Beijing. A subway escalator malfunctioned, causing the mechanism to suddenly and rapidly move in reverse. This created oh. a massive pileup, resulting in one 13-year-old boy being crushed and another 27 people seriously injured. An Whoa. eyewitness stated that blood streaked the escalator steps for 30 feet. Oh. And that is what, and you'll, you'll see as we keep going, that it's the malfunction of the escalators where they, they just start oh, going really fast or they stop abruptly and nobody can respond or react quickly you, enough you to, to stop yeah yeah exactly so ugh. um there's a video i'll show you later like i said um so in seattle a man died in a bus terminal in april of 2013 when his shirt became entangled in the mechanism toward the bottom of the unit so this is kind of like the the shoelaces you were talking about but unfortunately yes, it's his shirt it is yeah <clears throat> So um, an open bottle of brandy was found on his person, and CCTV footage showed the man to be moving slowly just prior to boarding the escalator. It was theorized he might have been intoxicated prior to the incident. It appeared the man lost his balance, causing his shirt to get lodged in the es escalator's motors. Oh, my gosh. Well, there it is. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's I mean, I guess I didn't think of something being around your neck, but um, that's exactly what... Yeah. I've always but, thought of something getting caught in it. Yeah. But oh my wait. gosh. Oh, okay. There's that's, more. That's not all. Okay. In January of 2014, a 48-year-old woman died in, Mon in a Montreal metro station on an escalator because her scarf had been snagged by the escalator's teeth. When she bent over to try and untangle her scarf, the woman's hair was also clamped into mm -hmm. the mechanism. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, her scarf cinched around her neck, strangling her to death. Uh-uh. And her hair? Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I know. Ugh. Awful. Awful. I, I mean, I'm telling you people, I don't know if I want to take an escalator after this. This is pretty bad. This is definitely, definitely pretty bad. I might never leave my house again. <laughs> the way we keep going. Oh. Till we start doing things around the house that'll kill you, like Q-tips and <laughs> cotton balls. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> I believe this was in 2008. And th so this kind of goes onto a string of stadium escalator accidents. And so there was a, an article, and it was uh, on uh, athleticbusiness.com and talking about spectator safety and uh, it's kind of the rise and fall of stadium escalators. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. So like, like a history of them and their popularity and then... Just a lot of accidents. Just a just, lot of just stadiums. All okay. All yeah, right. just a lot of a lot of accidents happening uh, in the stadiums. So, I guess in, in Shea Stadium's final season, before the Mets moved to City Field, 
the escalators were turned off. They, they you would turn the escalators off in the seventh inning to encourage fans to exit using stadium ramps. So that was according to New York Daily okay. News. Um, whether fans are sufficiently discouraged from using the static escalators as a de facto staircase is open to debate, especially in the wake of the tragedy that unfolded after a Mets game April 15th. Antonio uh, Naranasami, a 36-year-old Brooklyn man, fell from his perch atop the rail of a motionless mezzanine-level escalator to another escalator approximately four stories below and was pronounced dead at a hospital a half hour later. This is the horrific part. I mean, it's already horrific that he died, but several family members witnessed the fall, including his two daughters, aged 14 and 8. Oh, no way. Oh, my gosh. his pregnant wife and their first son was at home. They did not attend the game. Oh. That's, I mean. So the kids were there and they saw this and they didn't even have anyone there to comfort them. I mean, besides strangers. I'm sure strangers did, but. How oh. traumatizing would that be? I mean, for you completely Ugh. forever traumatized. Forever. So the question of why um, he or anyone else had access to the escalator remained unanswered as of the writing of this article. Uh, the Mets declined uh, an interview request with this publication. And um, the National Association of Elevator Safety Authorities, which also serves the escalator industry, said there's no legislation or code that says escalators that are not running cannot be used as stairways, but typically an escalator that is not running is cordoned off. Okay. So this was not the first uh, incident like this in Shea Stadium's history. A band fell to his death from an escalator railing in 1985, and it's the third for New York. A railing fall claimed a fan at Yankee Stadium in 1999. Um, so in December, uh, a 60 foot and I, uh, this doesn't tell me what year, but, uh, it did say in December, I'm sorry, I do not know the year, a 60 foot escalator carrying fans from the upper level of giant stadium in New Jersey suddenly sped up, then stopped sending fans hurtling toward a mass of buckled metal steps at the bottom. Oh, my gosh. Five individuals were hospitalized. Others reportedly jumped or were thrown by companions to avoid the pileup. Holy cow. I know. And in September of 2000, a speeding escalator at Pro Player Stadium in Miami sent some 200 fans attending a Dolphins game on a harrowing downward ride, injuring 30 of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what I will for sure think about every time an escalator is think about this every time you get on an escalator is when it's so crowded. I mean, if mm-hmm. it was if it yes. was just you on the escalator, just you know, a couple of people maybe, but these crowded escalators, that's yes, exactly, yes, and I think that's part of the problem is because yeah, changes, you have nowhere to go. It changes the story. It changes mm-hmm. the the scenario here a ton. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because you can't you can't jump out of the way. And, no, and, you know if you're if you're packed in like sardines, it's like a like a riot situation almost. You know, mm-hmm. like where they right. just get yeah. trampled and thrown into metal. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So in 2003, there was a terrible escalator accident at Coors Field in Denver after a Colorado Rockies game. Uh, so let's see, this was, uh, this is from the Chicago Tribune. So Rocky spokesman Jay Alvis said 23 people were treated and released from area hospitals. Nine remain hospital hospitalized. None were critically injured, but their conditions were not released. 
The team went forward Thursday's game against Arizona. This is not important. On Wednesday, uh, there was a near crowd capacity of 47,000 people. And so a lot of them had stayed after to watch the fireworks. Mm -hmm. So one fan was quoted, we felt like we were going to die. And it was primarily primarily from being crushed, said Greg Strayer, who was on the three-story tall escalator when it suddenly sped up after Wednesday night's game and fireworks show. Strayer's wife and 16-year-old daughter sustained broken ankles and deep oh, cuts. Oof. Both underwent surgeries and could face more. I just thank God we're alive, said Strayer, who's bruised from his fall. I don't think the anger is set in yet. The Rockies disclosed that 12 people were injured when another escalator at the stadium abruptly stopped May 24th. Alvis said people had minor injuries, including cuts and bruises. However, one woman filed suit from uh, this... Uh, um, 2003 incident she uh her name was peggy nance and she was riding the escalator when it abruptly stopped and then started moving quickly she said she fell about 30 feet to the bottom of the escalator and other people were thrown on top of her she lost part of her right heel oh and must now use a prosthetic leg and wear special shoes on her right foot and she said her expenses from the accident have totaled more than $720,000. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So the well, escalator manufacturer. Well, no wonder manufacturer, she was suing. I mean, you have to. Right? Come on. <laughs> yeah. So the escalator manufacturer blamed overcrowding and a misconnected wire that delayed how quickly safety brakes could be activated. City officials said the culprit was a missing safety switch. A follow-up investigation found that inspectors certified the escalator, even though a key safety switch was missing. Oh, there. Whoops. Whoa. Whoopsie. Now, supposedly escalators are maintained and inspected often, but clearly this one is inspected and they totally missed it. So, which I mean, (laughs) it happens, but doesn't give me a lot of confidence. Oh my gosh. Hold on. I need to take a sip. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So the most recent story, this one's awful. They're all awful. But the most recent story was in Colorado also as well at an Aurora shopping mall where a two-year-old boy died after falling over the railing. Police said in an initial instant investigation that the two-year-old was being held by his father at the top of the escalator when the child lunged forward oh my god the father then lost his grip and the child fell to the first floor police said and that is awful because we all you know if you have children you know how squirmy toddlers can be and you know how you're holding them and sometimes they just they get that leverage and you're just barely holding on to the bottom of their legs and they just lunge and it, yeah, it's, I, it's, I totally agree with you. I mean, I think that's a very common, like anybody ugh. anybody with kids, I think, or even with, you know, grandkids or nieces and nephews, anybody that's held a kid that age knows the, that feeling of being, when they try to get out of your grasp and they, and they almost are successful mm-hmm. um, and for no real reason either. Like you don't, it's just out of nowhere, you know? Yeah, it's, it's truly a nightmare for parents. Yeah, that reminds me of the story of, the I don't know if it was a carnival cruise, but of some cruise ship where the grandfather was holding the oh god that yes. little girl and I don't even know if I want to say dropped her, but somehow she got out of her out of his grasp and she well fell. I think it was 
there was some, I, I don't know. I don't want to speculate because I haven't, it's been a while, but I think there was some back and forth as to, not that he did it on purpose, but how this accident happened. Well, he said there was glass. He said he thought there was glass there. So I think he mm-hmm. said he thought there was glass there and he thought the girl was lunging to like look out mm. and at, you know, like put her, would, would put her hands on the glass, mm-hmm. you know, but there was no glass. <sighs> yeah. That, that, I remember that. That story was so awful. sad. Just that so, is just so tragic. It yeah. really is. And just so, so much devastation for um, the father. Of that little baby who, it was a father, right? I think, no, it was a grandfather, I think. No, 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 in the escalator. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, it was a father. Yes. Yeah, just so sad for that dad that, I mean, Mm -hmm. how awful. I mean, you will have nightmares about that for the rest of your life. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just, okay. I don't know about you, but sometimes my brain like creates the image of these events, oh, which is oh, just yeah. terrible. And I just imagined mm-hmm. him like looking down over that railing and seeing his poor little baby's body. Like I do sometimes I'll I will I'll have these images and you think of the worst case scenario and I almost gasp out loud. I almost just shudder and gasp out loud just even imagining it. I don't know why I'm imagining it, but you know, we're parents uh, yeah. and it's just what you do. <laughs> Maybe it's more just like human nature to, to imagine it, but um, Maybe. Um but yeah, that's so scary. I'm I just really feel for that dad. I just that's Yeah. That's something you don't ever get over. Yeah, ever. No. no, you don't. So that is all the stories I have for Escalator. There again, there are many, many, many injuries and accidents and lots of pile ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of just mechanisms and mechanics malfunctioning. I was reading about it, and in Eastern Europe, there are some of the longest, deepest escalators. There are some that go into these deep, deep subway tunnels, and they are about 300 feet long. Wow. And it'll say it'll take about three minutes to ride it Whoa. going in either direction. So I am going to share. Why are they so deep? I guess the subway's deep. But why is it? Okay, I don't know. All right, right, it has to be for some reason. (laughs) I'm sure. Trains and electricity. (laughs) Yeah. Don't make me sound stupid. I don't know. There I go again, not knowing anything about infrastructure. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get a call. (laughs) Sorry, Stephen. Okay, I'm going to uh, show this video now because okay. my screen is being shared, right? Yes. Can you see that? So it is just it's an escalator full of people and it's just plummeting. It's just, it's just, it's going, it's not going to slow, calm, leisurely oh, escalator. To pull people up out of the office. Yeah, of look, it. it's just, it just starts speeding up yeah, and everyone's like- going to the end and they're just pile, it's a massive pile up. And then you have nowhere to go because it's just, there's, like you were saying, it's the escalator is full of people and there's nowhere to go. So you're just on top of people. And there's one of those little 
you know, separators between the the escalator going up. And so some people were able to jump onto it. And then they start trying to pull. And then they start trying the to pull other people, people off. Uh, off of it. But they're way too late, it looks like to me. I mean, yeah. these people are already on top of each other. But if the escalator mm-hmm. continues to move, it continues to create damage to the people that are at the bottom of that pile, I would imagine. It can injures them. And you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So. Anyway. Well, that I didn't. just thought. <laughs> Yeah, that was just one example of <laughs> what can happen with escalators. That was scary, but it was um, pretty powerful imagery to see it actually happening um, in that video. So we should put that on our social media. Yes, yeah, so we'll definitely put it up just so you can see how fast it goes down. It's very exactly. scary for so, all the um, other all the other freaks out there that want to look at it. <laughs> right. Um, I forgot to make a meter on sharks, and I do believe that um, escalators kill more people than sharks. So, according to consumer product safety, you actually are more likely to die by an escalator. Oh, what? <laughs> sharks win the safety contest yet again. Consumer product safety said there are about 17,000 injuries a year and about 30 fatalities. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. I know. That's a lot. I mean, that's not a lot. Of it's people. not a that's lot, not a but lot it is. People, but right. Yeah. So those are U.S. deaths. There's been 30 U.S. deaths by escalator. On average per year. On average per year, 30 people in the U.S. die from escalators. Wow. That is very surprising. I know. Yes. Um, yeah. That is just in the U.S. Well, I love this shark meter. I think um, we need to restore people's um, belief in sharks and that they're not the monsters that we like to think. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't want to run into one in a dark alley. I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's not going to. It doesn't work that way, does it? (laughs) No, that's not where you'd run into them. But hanging out in dark alleys might, you might run into something else that's on the Consumer Product Safety Commission. So it's not safe to be around. Like a cotton swab or an escalator. (laughs) So be careful. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, people, ride an escalator at your own risk. Just be careful. Make sure your shoes are tied. Do not do what we did and do not take your stroller. Don't don't put a stroller on there. It's just it's dangerous. You want to tell us where your stories came from? Oh yeah, thank you for mm-hmm. that. You're welcome. I do, I do. <laughs> uh, my stories came from Ranker.com, uh, the Chicago Tribune, of course, Wikipedia, Wikipedia, ESPN, AthleticBusiness.com, the CrowsleyLaw.com website. And uh, people.com's human interest human interest stories. Nice. Well, thanks, Lovin. That was so, so fun. Was it? <laughs> thanks for ruining escalators for us. You're welcome. Really You're welcome. Um, All right. All right. Stay, stay safe out stay there, people. Stay safe, people. Stay. Maybe rethink the escalator for sure. Yeah. All right. Take the Bye. Stairs. Bye.